Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Yes, 
you know, Vivian said, you know, she doesn't really know whether the, you know, the presence in the subway system for the police are really making a difference. Well, I would agree with one of the ladies who said, you know, does it make 100%, you know, does it make it 100% better? No, absolutely not. However, you also, you know, know that their presence in the subways are definitely um, important. And they do make a difference. Now, we're talking about COs. We're talking about EMT. We're talking about firefighters. Now, you really looking to cut from those particular agencies? I mean, I, I don't know. But my thing is all to accommodate... Uh, the migrants, like they're going to come here and we're not going to need these agencies anymore? Come on, Mayor. Are you serious? Listen, I say go make the money. Yeah, I, and I mean literally make the money. Go make the money. Whatever you need to do. Now, I'm not saying that Mayor Adams can go and make the money in his house, but, you know, he they say he's been asking um, for some assistance, and he's not been getting the assistance that he's been needing from, you know, the White House. When they cut off the borders, you cut off the borders, I bet you you'll get that assistance you need if they really want them people here. You know, so, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I wouldn't want to have his job. Okay? Now, this other story that Vivian gave us about the 25-year-old mom who was trying to become a training officer who was murdered and I'm going to use that word, by her training officer. Oh, my gosh. Well, she she was training to be an officer, and she was murdered by the training officer. Yeah. During some photo they were taking, the group, it's, you know, the the training officer pulls out a, a gun that he thought was a training gun, and pointed her, pointed it at her chest and the gun went off or he fired and he killed her. And I'm sorry. That, to me, is murder because that that was senseless, completely senseless. And come to find out that he was an ex-CIA person, employee or whoever, and all he got was sentenced to three years. Now, that's twice this week where someone in authority did something and committed a crime and only got sentenced to almost no time. 
zero. Might as well say zero. Because three years is nothing. There are so many other crimes where people are getting hit with a whole lot more time than three years. And you took a life with your stupid negligence and all you got was a year? Yo, you have lost your mind. For real. For real, for real, for real. You've lost your mind. Now, I'm sorry. We we are really... I mean, this justice system is deteriorating by the second. And I don't understand how they expect to keep civil rest, no protesting, no rioting. Yeah, y'all better get this together. Because if there's ever an uprising because of your negligence in this Justice Department, you, you, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. And you asked for it. You really asked for it. Because there's no way in the world... No way in the world you would have something like this happen and all you have for this family is three years. I wouldn't even want to be the judge who gave the three years. But I, I don't know where you know where we're going except for in the toilet and people are going to start to retaliate and respond in ways that I don't think they're ready for because it's only a certain amount of time before the can, I mean, the lid comes off the can. Oh, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. All I know is it helped us to be able to move into our topic of conversation yesterday with learning to be teachable, and we talked about having a willing heart. You know, you can't be teachable if you have a hard heart. That doesn't work. Because in order for you to be able to, you know, grow, you have to be willing to, you know, listen, which is the next uh, point we talked about. You have to learn to listen, you know, slow to speak. You can't talk and hear and learn at the same time. We we just don't. We're just not made like that. Not at all. Not at all. We talked about accepting correction. You know, one this this is one area where humankind, mankind, humans, people, whatever you want to say, really have a large, I mean, a large problem with. No one wants to accept correction. And there's no way in the world we're going to be able to grow if we don't want to hear when someone is correcting us. And I'm going to tell you something. I've been watching people. 
and they they think that silently, you know, the fact that they don't say anything when they're, you know, when someone is talking to them or when they are given correction. And, you know, giving correction comes in many different shapes, forms, and fashions. And I'm watching just slight areas of correction is being, you know, shrugged off. And I don't like it. And I'm I'm telling you something, it's really going to take you down the wrong road. Because if God has to stop you altogether from operating because you don't want to take correction, it's, it's, it's going to come. So, hey, get yourself together. Get yourselves together. You see what's happening in this world when people don't want to take correction. It's becoming a mad, mad world. So, that's how we spend our Wow Wednesday. Well, today is Therapeutic Thursday. And this is the day we talk about our health, whether it's physical health, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, whatever way we talk about our health, we talk about our health. So, I'm going to give you an opportunity to go get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's due time where Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, don't go anywhere. Because we will be right back. Imagine a future where children with cancer can receive treatment with almost no side effects. Cancer is very smart, and every time we think we have a solution or a cure, cancer cells develop ways of outsmarting us. We really need to be creative in thinking about what's going to work best for children. Pediatric cancers are different than adult cancers. These researchers and these doctors want it just as much as the parents do. And when they are given a small chunk of extra funding, they can run for miles with it. We are so, so lucky to have the Children's Cancer Research Fund to support us and to fund the research that is already impacting patients. It's the way we have actually made progress in pediatric cancer care, treatment, and survival rates. We're, we're trying to save our kids. Everything else can just wait. You can help us outsmart cancer. Join the fight at childrenscancer.org. Good morning and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. And today is Therapeutic Thursday. Today we talk about our health. And there are so many many areas of health 
talk about. But first, we're going to say thank you to the Lord for bringing us to this part of the week, giving him thanks that we are safe and happy and healthy and you know, your happiness may not be the next person's happiness. But, hey, we're giving God thanks because there's someone who is even less happy, <clears throat> excuse me, than you are. Yeah. Remember, we're always in the middle of life. No matter what, there's always someone who's worse and there's always someone better. Let's give God. All right? Well, it's time for our little health tip. So today, we're talking about salmonella infection. Now, you hear about salmonella when we talk about raw foods, when we talk about eggs, raw eggs, yeah, it's and it can really be deadly for some people. In some rare occasions, some people have actually died from salmonella, okay? Well, salmonella, it's an infection, and it's common, believe it or not, a lot a lot common than you think, but it's a common bacterial disease that affects our intestinal tract. Yeah. And it, they say salmonella lives in animal and human intestines, and are shed through stool, it's shed through um, infected food or contaminated water. And you constantly hear about salmonella infection, like I said, when you talk about like chicken, eggs, and things like that. And it can be very, very harmful. They say that it really kind of surfaces within 8 to 72 hours after you've been exposed to it. And they say healthier people kind of recover within days and uh, sometimes up to a week. And you're all right afterwards. However, unfortunately, on the flip side, you have others who are not so lucky and they do not recover so quickly. So let me give you a little bit of information about salmonella. And I came across it this morning and it kind of stuck out because I think a lot of times, you know, when you're not educated to these things and you're always cooking and things like that, you need to understand the health risks of not washing your hands thoroughly and things like that. All right? All right. Well, they say salmonella 
is usually caused by eating raw or undercooked meat, such as poultry, and like I said, eggs, egg products, or they say by drinking unpasteurized milk. And they say that incubation period can be six hours or six days. Okay? And they say most times the salmonella um, infection make people think they have the flu. But, nope, it's not the flu. Some of the symptoms are diarrhea, stomach slash abdominal cramps, fever, nausea, vomiting, chills, headache, and sometimes even blood in the stool. So, again, they say that it kind of generally lasts around a few days to a week. Diarrhea itself may last up to 10 days. And they say, but it may take like several months before bowels return even to its usual stool habits. So you got to really be careful when it comes to the salmonella bacteria. They, um, they're saying that, you know, the, the, uh, again, the causes. I want to break down those so you can understand exactly what you're facing. So raw meat, which is really the poultry and seafood, you really don't find salmonella in other meats more than poultry and seafood. And they say feces may get onto raw meat and poultry during the butchering process. Seafood may be contaminated if it's harvested from contaminated water. Now, when it comes to raw or uncooked eggs, they said while the egg's shell may seem to be a good barrier between, you know, um, the contamination, they say some infected chickens produce eggs that contain salmonella before the shell is even formed. Ooh. So the raw eggs are used in, you know, like your mayonnaise. They say that you have um, any other kind of, let's say, your salmonella and your... Uh, what do you what do you call this thing? I'm so sorry. I kind of lost my way here. Let me find my way back. Okay. They say that it's in like your hollandaise sauce. So here's the problem. You know when you eat like um, different sauces that's made with mayonnaise. Well, unfortunately, if the egg is infected, you're gonna get that salmonella infection. So you may not have the raw egg in your house, but if you're eating something that was made with an infected egg, that may give you the salmonella. So this is pretty, 
this is pretty extensive. And unfortunately, you're not going to know if that's what you ate. Right? So, uh, let's see. They say unpasteurized dairy products. Well, they're talking about raw milk, and that may be contaminated with salmonella. And our our milk, our pasteurized milk, is generally not, you know, infected because it has to be unpasteurized. But, you know, it for those who get their hands, you know, certain areas don't have pasteurized milk. So those people have to be concerned about salmonella. They say your fruits and vegetables. Yes, it may be irrigated or washed, if you will, during the process of water that is contaminated with salmonella. All right? So you got to be very careful with that. And sometimes by the time it gets to us, it's already infected because they wash it before they send it out. So this is not a this is not a good thing. And this is why I wanted to bring it to you because I was thinking the other day I was cleaning some chicken and I kept washing my hands, kept washing my hands, kept washing my hands and my hands were becoming so raw and cracked and all I kept thinking about was, you know, anything you touch and this is one of the things I wanted to, to talk about this morning. We're talking about our health. Anything you touch if you handle anything after you've touched that contaminated item, and I really want to talk about, like, your, your poultry because, again, your, your eggs and things like that, your fruit, you know, that's not, you're not going to cross-contaminate anything pretty much. But anything you touch, that means if you touch your seasoning bottles, if you touch your door handles, if you touch your sink, if you touch any your phone, yeah, it's that. Let me tell you something. It is that sensitive. And when think about when we are eating out. Think about when we're eating out, everyone. You know, think about if they don't keep their hands cleaned and they're cross-contaminating things, then anyone who touches the door handle after you've touched the door handle or they've touched the door handle, let's say, in a restaurant, that's what's called the cross-contamination. So now everything is, you know, tainted. So if you come behind it, and you taint it, and you taint, and you touch something tainted. That means you're passing on, okay, that contamination. So they say, please be careful when you're traveling internationally. That um, salmonella is. Um, they have this uh, typhoid fever. That has something to do with salmonella as well. They say handling or petting certain animals 
such as birds, reptiles. They carry salmonella. You ever seen somebody walk around with a snake around their neck? And they claim it looks all cute. Yeah, well. <sighs> There's more to be concerned about than the, um, what do you call it, the, the snake biting you. If they have not handled that snake or the cage properly, now that can affect other people as they touch other things. Oh, my goodness gracious. So... They're saying that you can, certain medications can help with like some short-term salmonella, you know, you can, uh, but you have to see your doctor. You have to see your doctor. So you ever notice when we tell you that there's a recall on certain poultry and like the hospitals? You know, they do the contact tracing. You have, They tell you, like, what lot number and where you bought your, your items from. Yes, that stuff is important. That stuff is important. So please make sure if you experience, you know, these symptoms for more than a couple of days, you make sure you go to your emergency room or your doctor. They say that it can, again, be life-threatening. If you become dehydrated and they say that urinating um, less or your mouth is dry or they say you have sunken eyes or when you um, yawn, there's no tears or when you cry, there's no tears, they say that can be signs of dehydration. So you need to be really careful when you are... um, when you're dehydrated, you have to pay attention. Remember, I always talk about know your body. Know your body. Okay? So they're really pushing washing your hands. They say make sure you wash your hands after you handle raw meat or poultry. They say make sure you wash your hands when you use the toilet, when you change a baby's diaper, or even an adult's diaper. They say when you're cleaning up your pet feces, for those of you who walk your dogs and you have to go behind the dogs and, you know, pick up your, um, you know, the, the dog's mess. Now, I saw this lady the other day, and she was doing that. And, you know, she was supposed to, but I'm looking at her. She picked it up. She did pick it up with, like, a plastic bag. But my thing is, you don't want to use, like, no hand sanitizer or nothing. And she didn't. And I don't know. My thing is always, can you have a hole in it or, you know, something in the bag or whatever. And, you know, you could just could never be too careful. You just can never be too careful. So even after you pick up the dog's feces, just make sure you have, like, some hand sanitizer around to make sure that you are not, you know, being contaminated with anything it's, it's innocent you just don't know okay they say that to make sure you don't have that cross contamination in your kitchen they say you store your raw meat away from other foods so when we put meat in a refrigerator we pretty much double bag it that way if it leaks it's not leaking all over the place 
They say if you're using a cutting board, make sure you have two separate cutting boards, one for your poultry, one for your fruit and vegetables. They say never place your cooked food on the same plate or dish or pan that you held your raw meat in. They say make sure you wash your surfaces thoroughly. Now, we keep alcohol in the kitchen. We keep um, alcohol wipes in the kitchen because we uh, we just spray and alcohol, especially after we're, you know, working on any meat. It because it's really important that you don't have that cross contamination. Very easy, very easy. They say please do not eat raw eggs. Now, do you remember when they started telling you about eating cookie dough, or make sure you don't eat? Yeah, remember, don't eat like taste the cookie dough like when you're making it and you're putting it like placing it on a pan and putting it in the oven. Yeah, that, they say, can actually have raw eggs in it, which it does. It's not cooked, so hello, it's raw. So they say that that can definitely be um, an opportunity for you to receive um, some salmonella. So, you know, you, uh, you got quite a lesson here today. All right, all right, so let's make sure we stay healthy. We have a lot of ways that we can stay healthy, and we can't help what we, you know, contract outside our home, but definitely make sure you take care of your family properly. You keep yourself clean and healthy, all right, all righty. Well, we have not had our, I don't want to call her a guest because she's our sister friend on in a while, but the time has come. We've got her back by the grace of God. So let's say good morning to our sister Gertie Gordon. Good morning, Good morning. Gertie. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. How, How are, are you? you? I am welcome. How are you? I'm wonderful. I can't complain. Um, you know, there's always something to complain about, but why bother? Complain doesn't change a thing, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Absolutely. We'll never stop, correct? Right, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, it's yeah, so it's, good I, it, we, to hear your voice again. It's been a minute. And I yeah. want you, before we go any further, we took mm-hmm. our break around the conference time. And I want you to quickly just, we were blessed, definitely blessed with your, not just your presence, but your actual participation in the Breaking the Yoke Women's Conference back in July. And I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about your experience and how you felt about all the other ladies um, that you were there to receive their ministries. Amen, amen. Um, being my first experience, I I was excited, but I also didn't know what to expect, you know. And so I um, was just 
I came with a, just an open heart, mind, you know, just ready to receive. And I was not disappointed. I was so grateful. The only, um, if I had uh, uh, something that I, if I could do was, would be if I could have split myself up to attend all the breakout sessions as opposed to having to choose one. But, you know, I understand, you know, we were, we were abundantly fed, nourished, blessed, challenged, you know, vulnerable. And um, you hit all of the emotions. I was in all of my feelings, laughing, crying, ah. praising, worshiping, you know, ow- wow. ouching. <laughs> wow, I am wow. so grateful, grateful for the invitation, grateful to be one of the number. And um, I was hoping that um, with my contribution, it didn't feel um, that people were fed as well. You know, I always am hardest on myself. And so I always want to go back, like, did I do enough? Did I say what I should have said? Did it go too fast? You know, like all that stuff we we do to ourselves, you know, my own self-critique. But I just, at the end of the day, I say, you know what, Lord, what was meant to be said was said. Who was meant to receive it, received it. And I leave it in his hands. He provides the increase. Wow. Well, I have to tell you, we were definitely not disappointed. I mean, we we were already spoiled because we have you every month, <laughs> but you did not disappoint at all as far as anything like, oh, we've heard this before or whatever. It was really, it was so thorough to actually have you live. It was really mm-hmm. a blessing um, to have you live. And I have to tell you, do you know that was the only complaint we received? They were like, we wanted to see all of the breakout rooms. We didn't. We, right. We to see <laughs> That's the same right. response we got from everybody. It was like, we didn't know which way to go. And we, you know, right. we, we were hoping that we could get, could have gotten both. We didn't have to choose. And, you know, we are actually working on the breakout rooms, um, putting them out on our YouTube channel as we speak. So one okay. of the breakout rooms will be available very, very shortly. And that way, mm-hmm. if you did get a chance to um, get the the breakout room that, uh, you know, you missed live, you can get it. Which one did you see, by the way? Which one were you there for? Which one did you participate with, in? Um, with um, Sister Diane, who she, in and of herself, is a powerhouse, powerful testimony. Um, and just oh. when I think I know I know her, she she blows my mind with something else, another testimony, you know. And so it was with um, Diane. And then the, oh. the second one, um, I was upstairs with them. I believe she's a nurse or nurse practitioner. Yes, yes, with health, yes. With health. Yes. Yep. So yes. I decided oh. that, you know, I'll go downstairs for one, I'll stay upstairs for the other. That's really how I decided. It wasn't based on me knowing what, you know, the content right. was or, you know, I just said, let me just, for me, I'm very, like, you know, very um, symmetrical. So I was like, okay, right. one downstairs, I'll do one upstairs. <laughs> and that's really <laughs> how I <laughs> Okay. Well, right. that was just Aishika upstairs, Aishika Henry, okay. and um, our sister Diane. Yes, and- Henry downstairs, and they were both, um, I didn't get a chance to see um, Minister Diane, and I, and okay. I know she's a powerhouse. I know she's a powerhouse, right. which is why uh, God gave me um, her to choose, and um, I had never 
heard Sister Aishika, and she was thorough. I was like, wow. I, I couldn't go downstairs yes. for either. At least you could choose, um, Sister Gertie. <laughs> I couldn't choose. I right, right, it. right. And hit those right. steps. <laughs> I have to tell you both, I was there for um, uh, Pastor Janae. Whoa. She was definitely a woe, and I heard right. uh, Pastor Kim downstairs, and she was taking the roof off downstairs. So when we when these right. these breakout rooms hit the YouTube, you're gonna you're gonna be blessed. You're gonna be really blessed yeah. as you were with what you did see live. And I, again, I thank you for you just bringing what we normally get, you know, over the. Um, air, if you will, live. So mm-hmm. anyone who missed the the breakout the breakout room, I'm sorry, the the presentation from our uh, minister Gertie here. You know, we call her Sister Gertie, but she's actually a minister, and she's a powerful speaker. You know, we just get to hear her on her, you know, with her uh, beauty and, and, and our hair health. But I tell you, she, I have heard her speak a few times ministering, and she really? is wow. yes, I've, I've Yes, I've been. Um, I, when you Zoomed on um, with United oh. Church of Seven Day, and there was another opportunity when I think I was oh. in the Bronx Church of God, and you are okay. a powerhouse, and I tell you, we we're only getting a portion of what God has <laughs> given her. Uh, so I tell you, live it was special. I was like, wow, but we only hear like a little bit um, of what she has. So whenever we have Minister Gertie somewhere, you better get there live because if you enjoy oh. and you're blessed here. On, on its due time Live is phenomenal So I just wanted mm-hmm. to Hear your feedback And to give you your props And accolades You know it, it, was, it was phenomenal It was phenomenal we were, we were abundantly blessed And I so thank you again That made me even more appreciative mm-hmm. um, Of who we have on With us once a month I was like dad she brings Aww. us this stuff and she's got all of this in her arsenal. So trust me when I tell you, I'm serious. I'm like, God's people are amazing. And we, God always sends us the very best. So for those who have never been introduced to Minister Gertie Gordon, tell us who you are really quickly. Uh, I'm a child of God. I love the Lord. I look to worship God in all that I do. Um, Having grown up where I, um, having been um, uh, someone that experienced church hurt, one of the, my biggest things was that I'd never want to be that. And so um, my life of worship is more than just once a week in the four walls of the church. And so in all that I do, I, I would hope that I'm preaching the gospel using words only when necessary. And um, God has gifted me and blessed me in the industry of beauty, not only with regard to hair, but with regard to education. And um, that's ministry for me. And so that's been my life's work, in addition to, you know, being a minister, being a mom, being a wife, and um, being a caretaker now for my widowed mother. Um, Yeah. So all things beauty, faith, and life. 
Amen. Amen. And we give God thanks for your expertise. And again, you bringing your expertise to our table. What a blessing. What a blessing. I always struggle what we're going to talk about because there's so much to talk about with you. Right. (laughs) I ended up digging up a little bit and Mm -hmm. I thought that this was a really, really, really good particular um, topic. And Mm -hmm. I found this um, article, well, a couple of articles, and it talks about the ingredients that we should avoid using in our hair. And, mm-hmm. you know, for you, I'm sure this is like a given, you you know, we should know these things. But, again, you know, mm-hmm. God says my mm-hmm. people perish for, for lack of knowledge. So right, right. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things they have on this list. And if you actually agree what you can fill us in on, because a lot of times I don't think we even know what we're putting in our hair. You know, we, we pull out, we, we go on the shelf, um, um, Sister Gertie, and we put, you know, we, we put this stuff in our hair, we pull it off, we may read a couple of the um, ingredients on the bottle of a shampoo or conditioner or whatever the hair treatment is we're using, or if we're going to the salon, we don't know what's being put in our hair, so I think this would be a wonderful way of you educating us today as to, you know, are these things really damaging or add, don't even worry about it, or girl, mm-hmm. don't put that stuff in your hair. So right. one of the first things that come up on the list, sulfates. What are sulfates? Mm-hmm. What kind of ingredient is this, and where, where, where are sulfates found in hair products? Mm-hmm. Okay, great question. Um, and um, that I can answer off the top of my head, uh, just because there's been so much discussion around it and, and um, controversy as of late with regard to sulfates. So just really detergents. And, and they're normally found in your cleansing items, you know, your shampoos, um, cleansers, um, whether it's for your hair or for your, your face and your body. Now, what's really being used, um, the sulfates is what in, it's a cleansing agent. And so what it is, it's a, it's a surfactant and they, they're all not created equal. And so where people want to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater, they don't need to because when you get a quality shampoo, the, the cleansing agent is what you need to break up buildup, to break up um, if you have, like, dried sebum or anything on your scalp and in your hair, just from environmentally or with, your, with how your own body produces it. So surfactants are simply cleansing agents. Now, with, based on the quality of the shampoo you get, some of them can be very harsh. And so that's why they're saying to stay away from them. But they're not, they're not um, bad in and of themselves. Even with some that are considered harsh, they can be very stripping. But the amount of surfactants in a bottle of shampoo, unless you're, you're shampooing your hair, you know, four times a day and leaving it on your scalp for it to go, to penetrate, to get into your bloodstream, it's so minute that it's really um, 
a cosmetic issue with how it makes the hair actually feel. Couple that with the hair being processed with either color or some type of other chemical, then it can be a recipe for disaster. So it's not necessarily staying away from the sulfate. It's just being mindful of getting a quality shampoo where the, the sulfate isn't um, ash stripping. Um, yeah, so you want to say, say with something that can be, um, your key words would be like gentle cleansing, um, chelating, or um, clarifying. You know, you can have these, but you want to make sure that it's, um, it's moisturizing as well. Or it's, you know, um, you have lipids in it to provide some moisture. But um, sulfates in and of themselves aren't necessarily bad. Okay. Now, is it going to say sulfates on the shampoo bottle? Um, yeah, but in the ingredients, it's, um, there's different types of sulfates. You'll see um, the sulfate will normally be the suffix. So you you have um, like pyrosulfate and you'll see it in the ingredients, but I wouldn't even say that you have to go that deep. It's with okay. the actual shampoo, with the actual shampoo um, on the front of the bottle, you'll see what it say. It'll say um, cleansing, purifying, shampoo. Um, a key word that you find a lot is gentle. Gently cleansing, gently, there's even something that can say um, gently exfoliating, purifying, cleansing, chelating. Those are your key words. And um, okay. just making sure that you're, you're getting it and it's coupled with some type of conditioner. Okay, okay, okay. Now, this one here, I've seen it in hair products. How damaging or is it damaging to put alcohol or use an ingredient, um, use a, a, a product with alcohol in it, in our hair? Right. So, once again, um, the same thing as with um, sulfates, all, all products, I'm loosely saying all products, but a good amount of products have alcohol, and alcohol simply is one of those, um, it's a drying agent, and so it's to, to help the hair dry faster or whatever you're using to be able to allow the hair to dry. And so you would be more pressed to have something with less alcohol, um, but you do need that level of alcohol to allow the product to work on the hair and then for the hair to dry or to seal or to um, to set. And so a good gauge for you is to, in the ingredients, you don't want alcohol to be one of the first top five because then that's a high alcohol content. Um, I don't know if anyone knows this, but just generally speaking, when you're looking at ingredients, the ones that are listed first, you know, are the ones that have the highest concentration in whatever the product is. So the lower okay. the the lower the ingredient is listed in that paragraph, the less amount of that product is in there, if that makes sense. It does. So it does. It's it about food. Okay. okay. Right. So with regard to alcohol, it you need alcohol because it's um it helps with allowing a product to set or for the um for it to dry and for it to do its work. But, <coughs> ooh, excuse me, you don't want something that, you know, the, the first or second ingredient is alcohol, then that's too much alcohol, so it's going to be overly drying. 
Okay. Okay. It's good to know. See, that's what I said. It, this stuff seems to be like, like it, it's right off the top of your head. But when, I, when, you right. know, when you're like, wow, do we get this stuff? Do we need this stuff? You think, you know, okay, it has it. And unfortunately, a lot of times people tell us we need stuff that we really don't need. And they mm-hmm. tell us we don't need stuff that we really do need. And then they tell us to right. be worried about certain things. So you're really bringing a lot of clarity um, to the table. Okay. They do tell us that about food when you eat, when mm-hmm. you buy stuff in the supermarket, you know, watch for the first five ingredients. Those are the ones that, right. you know, have sugar and all that kind of stuff. So it's right, good to know right. the rule applies even when you're buying your hair products. So thanks for mentioning right. that. Oh, my goodness. Right. All right. Now tell me what petrochemicals are. What are those? For the most part, petrochemicals, um, to my understanding, are what have like a petroleum base, and the petroleum okay. is what is what can be problematic. That's just like with um, mineral oil, um, petroleum, like um, even beeswax. I'm not a fan of a fan of because what those end up doing is that they they end up clogging and coating, and they over over the course of time end uh, end up kind of like suffocating the hair and the scalp. So you okay. want to stay away from those types because they're they're not easy to um, most of the time they're not um, water soluble and so with repeated use over an extended period of time you end up clogging the pores and you have um, like this film or buildup on the hair that you it's not like you can necessarily see it but it renders the hair like lifeless you can't it doesn't hold a curl it doesn't style it doesn't, it's not really cooperative anymore. So it's um, trying to stay away from those because of the fact that they're not water-soluble. Um, just like um, silicones. You, you want water-soluble silicones. Um, silicones in and of themselves are not bad. So you're, um, with the petrol, with your silicones, um, even with parabens, it's, they're not necessarily bad. It's just the ones that won't, they end up coating and clogging. And so that, over time, um, has adverse effects on the hair and scalp. Okay, okay. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Girl, you know when we were kids, they used to put Vaseline mm-hmm. on our, in our hair. Vaseline yeah. on your back. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. I was going to say that, Dax. And there was another one right. that was very heavy, and it came in yeah. green and blue as well. Yeah, what Blue about magic. that? Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Blue magic right. and Jack. Yes, they were the yeah, go-to. Have. And, you know, right. they would always put Vaseline in our hair on our scalp. Tell me. Let's, go, let's, let's talk about the kids first. Is it good to put Vaseline in their hair, in, on their scalp, and on their hair? Is that good? Well, that's just it. So initially, the what? Okay, so oil, as I, I, I say ad nauseum, oil is not a moisturizer. Oil is a sealant. So your the petroleums, your DAX, your Blue Magic, all of those are um, heavily based in either um, petrolatum or mineral oil, and those all are non. They're they're not very digestible, or um, they don't. They're not easily, they don't easily come off the hair. 
And so that's where the problem is. And so because of that, um, through continued or excess use of it, you're, you end up feeling in dryness and you end up clogging the pores, and that's why the hair ends up breaking. Okay. Now, um, there is a, a protective component to it that does help. Like if um, I think of, um, I'm a really big fan of boxing. I grew up with my dad, and he loved boxing. He was a boxer. And so um, if you notice, for anyone who watches boxing fights, what do they use or what are they constantly putting on the face? Is that's right. That's that thing, girl. It, it, it serves as a protectant. So that's why, you know, I yes. know when I was younger, it was like slapping on Vaseline over the whole face as, as a protectant. Yes. But it's not, yes. it's not a moisturizer, and it's not, you know, through continued use of that, it ends up clogging. And so it just gives you an adverse reaction to what you want. So it's not, um, it's for, it's not for long-term use. Okay. And so, okay. And so that's why it's, um, it's frowned upon um, for using on the hair and scalp because you're, you end up clogging your hair and scalp. Okay, okay. And it, right. it's, just, I, I just, it's just heavy. It's just heavy and weighing it down. It's not doing anything. And even like, you know, with wax, I know when we used to get pressed and curls, it'd be so greasy and laid down and everything would stick to it. You have cotton, lint, dust, dirt, everything. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, then you ma'am. find your comb. If you have a white comb, it turns gray and has all that. Yes, so, yeah, yes. It's like a magnet. <laughs> it is. And God forbid your hair was dirty, then it picked up right. all the right. dirt and everything. Your brushes were caked up. Oh, my goodness. Right. Oh, my goodness. And so it's just a breeding ground for bacteria. Right, right. Okay, okay. All right. So I do have a couple of questions coming in, so I'm going to ask those when we finish because that might bring some other questions. All right. So parabens, what are those? Right. So um, parabens, they're um, like a family of compounds that, that are put together and they, their main purpose is to, is to serve as preservatives. And so, especially with, um, uh, you know, a lot of people were, like, making their own products at home. And if you ever tried to make your own products, you would find that once you let it sit, it will start separating or, you know, it can, um, it can look really, really terrible um, because of the fact that it's separating. So now when you go to yeah. mass market and you're having these products on the shelves, you want to be able to extend the shelf life. And you don't want the products to look how they look in this natural state when they start separating because it's not appealing and people won't buy it. So parabens right. are there to serve as preservatives. Unfortunately, once again, all parabens aren't created equal. Um, it's with the quality of the product that um, the quality of the ingredients that the company is using, which normally is reflected in its price point. Um, Okay. So with, with parabens, what happens is that it can cause irritation on some people. And um, now, um, especially with people being more conscious of what we're ingesting and putting on ourselves, people have more heightened sensitivities as well. And so they can pose um, a, a risk of reaction and irritation. So okay. that's the big hype around it. But the, um, it's just trying to find a, a happy place with regard to parabens because most products, um, for most companies, for it to be viable or sustainable, you need to have the preservatives in them to preserve the product. Okay. Okay. 
Now, there's a word here. Mm -hmm. I know you've seen it. I don't know how to pronounce it. Am I saying phthalates? P-H-T-H-A-T-E-S. It's P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Is that the P-H factor thing? The, the, um, is that an ingredient? That they're the, listing um, it. You as, said P H T H A L A T A E. No, L A T E S. Yeah, those are, um, from what I understand, they're um, what you use to, um, with regard to the the packaging, your plastic, so that they they stay durable. I'm not familiar with them being a chemical in your product. Okay, okay. All right, I'll I'll send that to you on, on the back end. Okay. 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 Now And perhaps maybe they um maybe they something in them can affect the body, but that's something that's plastic related. So maybe, maybe it's something that because it's the you know, the shampoo bar products are normally in plastic, perhaps Maybe they're saying some of that can seep into the product. Okay. Okay. Yeah, send it I'll, to me and I'll, I'll look further into it. Right. Okay. But my understanding is that those are... Like, I, I know I can't pronounce I was like, oh, maybe she can. Okay. So they're saying mm-hmm. there's some unsafe preservatives that we should not be putting in our hair. Now, are there mm-hmm. some unsafe preservatives that come to your mind immediately? The only one I can think of is um, with par- with regard to parabens, parabens, um, silicones, those. And um, so for me, with the parabens, is um, having what products you're using that have either a low content or don't have parabens at all, but understanding that if they don't have the parabens, um, that the substitute that they'll normally use for um, as a preserving agent is not long-lasting, which is, you know, which is fine if you know that. You know, if I have a high turnaround of something I'm using all the time, you know, it's fine that it's not long-lasting because I'm not, it's not like I, it's sitting on the shelf for six months, you know. But for home okay. use, you know, that can become costly for people, which is why um, your traditional parabens normally are what the go-to is so that you can have um, a longer shelf life for at-home use. Um, silicones, once again, you want to be mindful of having um, water-soluble silicones because um, it, it's non-irritant, and be, being that it's water-soluble, it doesn't stay in your hair on your scalp. The benefit of silicones is that it, um, it helps to seal your cuticle. It helps to impart shine, and silicone are a great heat protector, heat protectant. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thank you so much. I mean, those were the, the things that came up on this list. And I wanted mm-hmm. to definitely get whether we need to be watching out for these things or, you know, these are things that they got out there, but, you know, they're really not harmful. One of the questions that right. came it, it, up. It, it, becomes, it becomes harmful what, based on consumption or how much of it is in there, and that's what you want to be mindful of. So um, it's good that you're bringing it up, that people can be mindful of it, but to not, you know, feel like, you know, they're not the devil. You know, like you don't have to like, right. run and sleep or what have you. Just being mindful of what you're using and the quantities, and it's just doing a quick check. Something that um, 
it's it was geared towards um, like this whole clean clean beauty movement and for um, curly girls. But um, yes. I use it all the time. It's a great resource. There's a site called Is It CG Friendly? Is it and CG is short for curly girl. Is it curly girl friendly? But what I love about it is that. You can copy the ingredients of any product. You know the name of it, and you can copy the um, the ingredients, and it's a cut and paste, and you put the ingredients in the bar, in the search bar, and it will give you a report on every ingredient, what might be, who might be sensitive to it, what to stay away from, what um, does or doesn't. So that's a really great resource. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. Just Google. A lot of, is it CG friendly? Okay. Is it CG friendly, everybody? That's what you need that's to go on the Google internet and look for. Okay. But I always tell everybody that's just like going to WebMD. You punch something in, then you're going to self-diagnose <laughs> yourself with some type of like just you know proceed with caution. Use it just as right. a reference, not as you know don't don't OD. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we do. You know we do. Right. But thank right. you for the you know for the reminder. <laughs> oh well, thank you for the reminder because, like you said, it, it can become our Bible, um, if you right. will. You just use right. it, like you said, source of reference. And if you need anything more detailed, then you really need to consult um, someone exactly. who is knowledgeable. Now. A lot of people are wearing their hair natural um, these days, mm-hmm. and would you let, let's go with a to do list. What are some mm-hmm. of the things that you want to make sure you put in your hair or you use for your hair? You know, to make and and the, this kind of touches on one of the questions that came in. What's the best moisturizer for your scalp? So what would you say some of the the must-dos for wearing your hair natural? The number, 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 ultimate number one is maintaining um, moisture, letting your hair be moisture. Healthy hair is a good balance of protein and moisture. Hair is made of moisture. And so you always want to, your goal is to always get a healthy balance of protein and moisture, and unless you have a lot of um, breakage or, or scalp issues going on, your your hair is already made up of protein, and so you want to reinforce that protein by what you ingest, how you're eating. Healthy hair starts from the inside out. Um, with regard to moisture, believe it or not, our number one moisture is water. Water is your number one moisture. So what do I mean? You need to um, really get in the habit of cleansing your hair and your scalp using moisturizing products. There's um, there's a plethora of products out there now, and, um, I you know, there's a few of my go-tos that I love. Um, one of them is Innocent Organic Beauty, their line of products, and their website is very intuitive in that it provides, um, you can, it goes by, um, like your need or your concern to help you be able to pick out different products, and they have um, um, videos and training that can walk you along the way. Um, Design Essentials has their um, they have a few different lines. Their fashion line and their almond and avocado line are the two that I prefer out of Design Essentials. We have um, 
Perrature, P-E-R-A-C-A-R-E. Um, they're an older but goodie. They've been around for years. They're really good. Um, they have a whole natural division, a natural line. Um, I also really love their relaxer system. It's very, um, very healthy. Um, who else? Um, the Dew, which is um, one that's fairly new. The Dew, they have, um, they're considered a clean, clean beauty line, um, natural that you're able to use for cleansing, conditioning, and styling. D-O-U-X. Um, I used to years ago, well, I don't even think I need to mention them because they're not, they're not owned, they're not black owned anymore and I don't know what's happening with the company. But um, if you happen to find some of the older packaging of the Jane Carter solution, that was a really good line. Um, who else? Then, you know, getting into color, um, there's a line Fusion Plex that I think is a really good line from Weller that um, it's going to provide the moisture, the good moisture that you need, and also color protection. Okay. Yeah, so those are, I, would round, I would round that out, those being my top five. Okay, okay. Yeah, but then, you, then you have, like, your, your mid-level, like, um, um, Aunt Jackie's. Um, I used to use Miss Jessie's, but once again, Miss Jessie's, Carol's Daughter, or all of those that started out as smaller um, brands that were homemade, once they went mass market and had to add the preservatives and all, I, I'm not a fan of the product now. Um, there's a couple of items in, like, Cantu, a couple of their, their curling mousses and creams are okay. The rest I'm not a fan of. Um, I know a lot of people like Miel. I'm not a fan of Miel. Um, I just don't care for products that sit on the hair and don't penetrate the hair. Um, okay. Or you have to do a lot of work for it to, to penetrate the hair. That, that's a, a clear indicator of the ingredients aren't the, um, the best choice because the, okay. the, the hair is not receiving it. You have to fight the hair to receive it. Okay, okay. Wow, girl, this stuff does not come past your brain when you're using these things. <laughs> I'm telling you, right. like we, you don't think of this stuff. You you wouldn't think right. to think of these things. Okay, so what are the absolute do-nots when it comes to wearing your hair naturally? Well, that's, that's, that's loaded, you know, because most of us that – most of us are equating – natural with just not having a relaxer, you know? And um, okay. uh, most of the people that are, are saying that they're natural, what have you, aren't really wearing their hair natural. They're manipulating it in some way. They're doing, you know, so it's like, are we really natural or we just don't have a relaxer? Um, just like okay. some people so wait, 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 you, before you go any further, you just opened <laughs> up, you know, you can't go any further without now... <laughs> Differentiating, okay, because you're right. For us, in our brain, as long as I don't put any chemicals in my hair, you know, to, (coughs) excuse me, as long as I don't put like a relaxer or texturizer or anything in my hair, the average mind says I'm wearing my hair natural. But from what I'm understanding is that may not be actually true. So please help us define what 
natural hair is? In my estimation, my experience, natural hair is the way your hair grows out of your head is how you're wearing your hair. So you're not doing, because if you notice, even in media, this whole natural in media, they're very specific about what they're even showing and promoting. Most people that they're showing um, in media, these advertisements, are people with cooly hair or loosely wavy hair. They're not, very few are showing people with really tight, coily, curly hair that no matter what you do, you can't really get a shine. They're not showing that. Okay. You know, it's very, it's very much, um, it's very much skewed in what they're showing. And a lot of times they're showing, like, everyone does not have smooth edges. So they're showing natural hair that is all these waves and curls and all the edges are slicked and laid down. That's not true. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Am I wrong? Am I lying? That's not a true reflection. Oh, no, and that's why I laugh because you're absolutely right because when when I've seen it, when I've seen it on on TV or on a, in a movie, and I'm like, okay, well, they're saying that's, like you said, natural hair. It's like, well, their hair is looking kind of extra soft, and that's not what we yeah. know natural hair to be natural hair is like my daughter she has this real she has she does not like to hear you say the word nappy but going back in the day that's what we called natural hair was when it was like look kind of nappy and coarse and dry and you know stuff like that that's what we called natural hair so i agree with you when i'm looking at you on tv i'm like is there supposed to be some natural hair here because ain't nowhere in the world your hair looking like that and it's natural you're not born like that so i'm so glad you see that's why i said you can't go any further without (laughs) clarifying with us what natural hair is so, right, okay. that's one. Keep going, keep going. A lot of the other thing is that there's um, a lot of people are looking to emulate or replicate these styles and all, and most of them have clippings. <laughs> like it's not that's not your natural it, hair. It's textured. Wow. It's kinky, coily, curly, but that is not your hair. How many years did we think Erica Badu had all this hair and had this fro when I wasn't even a hair? Or we see other people with this beautiful curl. It's beautiful, and so. A lot, of, a lot of people more, instead of saying natural hair, they should say they just prefer to have textured hair. But it's not natural. I've had so oh, many guests that we're, we're doing, I'm doing their hair, and it's um, it's clippings. It's textured clippings that they could have. It's a mohawk. We taper the sides, do it real low. And in right. the rest of the, 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 the top, even though the hair is short and it's cropped and looks fierce, that's not your natural hair. You bought that. Right. I sewed it in or I clipped it in or I taped it in. Right. <laughs> right. And so it's like, and so then there's other people who are at home trying to emulate these things, thinking that, oh, and then it, it leads to further hating your natural hair because it's not doing what you're seeing or what you want. Wow. And most people don't really wow. know how to care for, love on, and work with their real natural hair. And so I always wow. think it's okay. Let's just let's just be honest here. You you're not necessarily looking to have natural hair. You want a particular curl pattern. Because right. people <laughs> with, with 
people with quote unquote natural hair. I'm like, you're not natural, you're just unrelaxed because all that you have me do, all this twisting, knotting, corn rolling, twist set, braid out, that's not your natural hair. We just we just manufactured this curl. <laughs> wow, wow, so, wow. Yeah, so wow. many times I'm like rolling my eyes in my head when these natural <laughs> hair, natural Lisa's be like talking. I'm like, could you please spare me? Like, can we stop? You know, and it's further dividing us than um, than even helping. Wow. I love you. I so love you. This is why I love you. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So, it's true. Because it's like, what are you talking no, it, about? It makes no. sense. It makes, it makes so much sense. So for those who are not putting anything in their hair, that's right. completely natural. That is the definition of natural, correct? Yes, absolutely. You're not putting anything. You're not trying to manipulate. You just work with what you have. And so uh, when I say you're not putting anything, nothing to alter the natural way your hair goes out of your head, you know, so you don't have to put um, a curl-enhancing mousse or a curl stretcher or, you know, (laughs) it's just you're able to shampoo, you cleanse it, and you use a nice, um, moisturizer, and you keep it going. And either you trim it up or you let it grow, and then you'll do whatever it is that you want to do style-wise, whether it's plait, whether it's wear fro. You know, that's your that's your true natural. But there's okay. um, very few people that are really living that life. Right, right. So for those who are actually living that life, as you say, Mm-hmm. What are the absolute do nots? Give us a few, because I know you say it's loaded, but give us a few. Well, the number one is to be mindful of um, of tension. You know, alopecia. There's seven different types of alopecia. Traction alopecia is the one that's not autoimmune, meaning that that's self-induced or someone did it to you. You know, you don't. There's tension, the pulling, the tugging, the constant. Um, and even even if you're not necessarily pulling and tugging, what are you using? A lot of times when people wear natural, they tend to want to put the um, like those elastics to kind of like do a puff and push the hair um, up and away. And those right. can be really detrimental to the hairline. You know, you have a lot of people, you know, people are joking about it, but edges and the lack thereof is a real thing. It's a real thing in our community. Yeah. You know, yeah. or having, or or those who frequent braids. Uh, I'm not a fan of crochet at all, but braids, crochet, faux locks, boho braid, you name it. Um, a lot of those um, processes, the with the wrong person doing it, when their their focus is on the end result and not necessarily caring for the hair, are doing major damage to the hair. So you find a lot of people they'll have pockets of breakage all over, all throughout the hair. Okay, okay, wow. And I would just caution to not automatically feel that because you're you're natural, you don't have any chemicals, that that automatically equates to having a healthy head of hair because that couldn't be further from the truth. Okay, okay. Now, there's a question that's coming in, and you may have answered it, but I'll Mm -hmm. ask, uh, is oils good for to moisture your scalp, or which oils are good to moisture your scalp? Okay, so oil is not a moisturizer. Oil is a sealant. Oil you can use within 
Um, like the best way I, in my experience, to use an oil is when you're using it in conjunction with some type of treatment that, or you, you add oils, different essential oils to the treatment, um, and then you, you either go under the dryer or you have a steamer where you allow the, the pores to open, you allow the cuticles to open so that it can penetrate, then you allow it to seal, and then you rinse that treatment out, right? Um, okay. But just taking oil every day to kind of like put on your hair and scalp, that's a sealant. You want to make sure that the hair is moisturized. Most of your cream-based moisturizers will give you the penetration that you need, and then after you apply those to your scalp or your hair, then you can seal it and mist spray on some oil over it. But oil in and of oh. itself is not a moisturizer. With, okay. um, with regard to all the different oils that we have, jojoba, which is um, it's not even necessarily an oil, it's called a press. Um, mm-hmm. You get it from the um, jojoba plant. That is, studies have shown and research has shown that the consistency of jojoba has a 97% um, match with our natural sebum, our natural oil. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Right, so that one is the one that's closest to mimicking our natural sebum. So jojoba is one of my favorites, um, but once again, I'm not going to go and just apply jojoba to the scalp. I'm going to have a moisturizer. Um, one of the companies I was saying has one of my favorites. They have a jojoba oil moisturizer. So it's a moisturizer, but it's the um, jojoba is infused in it. It's the oil base to the point where when you have it sit, the jojoba separates, so you have to shake it to use it okay okay so oil is your sealant oil will give you shine oil will help with suppleness but oil is not your moisturizer okay okay you can use oil for your treatment okay okay wow boy you educating us even the terminologies (laughs) we have wrong (laughs) boy you have no idea how much it's a blessing Okay, so I'm going to throw out something that would probably eat us up the next few minutes that you have. I have a serious problem with my hair. And I'll, I'll tell my, and not my hair, my scalp. So okay. I, not, I have not put any relaxer or texturizer mm-hmm. in my hair for at least, oh, my goodness, it's been at least three and a half years, at least. Okay. And a half years. okay. However, and and let me tell you what would happen. I you I would put like a um like a relaxer in my hair, and I was infamous for getting those those um like I would say those burns. I call them burns. Again, our terminology mm-hmm. is so off. I used to was like those mm-hmm. scalp burns on my hair mm-hmm. in patches. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I had left it in too long. So I, when I stopped you using the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we do at home, girl. Um, <laughs> you know how we do. No, but even, no, honestly, even if someone went to use, if I got it done in the salon, I, it was the same mm-hmm. thing. It was the same thing. Right. I always, it was always right. something that would always hurt, um, mess, up my, mess up my scalp. So I, I just assumed that as long as I didn't use anything like that, I would never have a problem. Right. But however, I actually right. do. So I use... Right. Um, I use none of those type of um, uh, items in my hair, but yet I get patches 
of like I don't know what it is. I, when when they take pictures of it, I make they make them take pictures mm-hmm. so I can see. It's like patches. I would just say of maybe dry. No, I don't want to say dry, but it's like patches of like skin or something yeah. on my scalp, and it'll yeah. itch really badly. Um, but even when like after it gets braided, they're like thick mm-hmm. flakes on my scalp. It's like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. It's like I'm not doing anything because I'm not putting any of those harsh things on my in my uh-huh. hair or on my scalp, but yet I'm, get, I'm having problems with my scalp. What do I right. do? Right. It sounds internal. You can that can be eczema, that could be psoriasis. It can um it's it's um inflammation. So it, wow. it might not the, the the relaxer and all could have been exacerbating it. But to your point, and there's a lot of people that I see and they're like, I don't relax anymore. I'm like, well, the problem wasn't the relaxer. <laughs> it wasn't healthy. Okay. However, it was, a, it was being applied. Um, so that probably was um, um, aggravating it. But what you're saying is inflammation. Something is triggering inflammation in your scalp, and that's internal. Wow. Especially because you're no longer relaxing it. Clear. That, right. that could have been a trigger. Right. But the issue, that's um, that's internal. So yeah, it's what I'm eating or is that what you're telling me? Yeah, it's something happening that's um, triggering the inflammation. And those scales and the, the, the flaking and stuff, that's excess. Yes. That's just uh, um, your cells are reproducing at a rapid rate faster. Because, you know, we're, all, we're constantly shedding, right? You know, our skin, everyone right. is constantly shedding. But it's doing it at a rate where we don't necessarily see it visibly. But what's happening right. in your scalp is that you're seeing it is doing it at such a fast rate that you're seeing it, and so it's scaling on itself on your scalp in real time. Wow. So that's inflammation. Wow. That could either be eczema, that could be psoriasis. It sounds like seborrheic dermatitis, but that can be treated. Um, you most likely will have they'll give you something either internal to take and um, topical to just alleviate and calm the skin down. So that's inflammation. Okay, well, thank That's what you. it sounds like without seeing it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I need to definitely go to a, dermat- a hair dermatologist. Well, actually, instead of going to a dermatologist, I would first go to an endocrinologist. Uh, oh, and get your, okay. Yeah, okay. Go to an endocrinologist. Now, what and do they do? What's happening? Yeah, they're going to check your endocrine system, see what's going on there. Dermatologist is your your um, is afterward because they're going to focus on um, the actual skin, but you want to tackle what's happening internally. Oh, look at what you know. Look at that, girl. <laughs> Where have you been all of our lives? That's ah, so funny. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. And I'm going to tell you why. And you know, this is this. You know, this is this this is real talk. Since I was 14. Right. I've been putting, I've, I've been putting relaxers in my hair. At that time, it was dark mm-hmm. and lovely. You know, that was the first one mm-hmm. they had. Oh gosh, it's so drying. You know, right. that shows you how long ago. So from 14 right. up until now, I'm 56. So you're talking about okay. from 14 until right. 50, 52, 53. I've been using either some level of texturizer or relaxer. So if I've had mm-hmm. issues like that, the first thing you right. would think is the fact that, yeah, it's my 
um, it's the, the relaxer or it's the texturizer. It's the right. this or the that that I put right. in my hair. And it's, that's why you said, you know, for you, you know, it's like, okay, not that you said it and not that you mean it this way, but in all honesty, it's like, duh, if you're no longer using texturizers right. and relaxers and things like that, you it, it has to be something that's happening with you naturally, and now right. you still have the issue. And you don't, right. you just don't think like that. You follow what I'm saying? Because, again, you talk about pretty much all my life I've used those type products. So I'm not thinking, well, you know what, right. this is a problem. You know, my scalp itches incessantly. Oh, my gosh. If I can tell yeah. you how badly my scalp itches, and that's probably, again, like you said, maybe from the inflammation or whatever, and right. it drives me crazy. My hair doesn't stay. Oh, wait a minute. I yeah. got two minutes with you. Okay, so, and this may be a <laughs> problem. I'm serious. It's like, because I want to know how many other people are going through this, and they're like, they, didn't, they don't right. know or have anybody to ask. So, I, I, but you I know, always... The other uh, thing is, it's, um, it's by process of elimination, which... What, um, which is what I realize also that doctors normally do, which is why it's important that you have to say everything because they, they, they start deducing what can be going on through the process of elimination and, of course, with just, uh, just knowledge that they know um, from, you know, learning and knowing certain things. But oftentimes they heavily rely on what you're telling them, what's happening, you know, which will direct them on where to go. And so... Um, you did, you know, essentially the right thing. It was by the process of elimination. You know, you you figured it was that. That probably wasn't helping, you know, with right. your condition, but you removing it and the fact that, okay, you wouldn't have known that it wasn't that, or I wouldn't have known to say, okay, you know what, let's look internally, but you did, if you didn't stop doing the relaxer. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yes, absolutely, and that's why I always say to people, know your body. You know, you can't, right. when you go to the doctor, I think it's the dumbest thing when you go to a doctor and they start asking you because you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, how long exactly. have you been I don't know. Well, how long has that been happening? Right. I don't know. I always tell them, know your body. Pay attention to your body. But at 56 years, I kind of, I've learned because of illness and things like that, I've mm-hmm. learned, learn my body. And, right. you know, we, we talk about, like I said, hair is our thing. That's our life. And, you know, you, right. you, you've you always, my father, from when we were kids, you know, it was always make sure your hair is done, you know. Um, right, right, so, right. So the thing that, you know, you, women, you know, have this huge issue with and, Again, all of this chatter that, you know, we just talk about, all the chatter that's had between you, your girls, and and just um, come up. And that's why I wanted to introduce this this type of, um, um, you know, I wanted to offer this to our listeners because – Talk right. about this stuff now. I want to ask you like a real silly question. So here's the here's the talk. I look at everybody mm-hmm. else's hair, right? And they can get mm-hmm. their their hair braided, and it can stay forever. My hair, from the moment it's done, it has an expiration date on it. So right. when someone else's hair stays forever, 
like, yo, we go through all of this stuff. It gets braided. Or whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. It just doesn't last. Can that be linked to what you're saying about, you know, all this other stuff that I have going on with my scalp? It's a silly question, but could it be connected? It's not silly at all. Um, I think it very well can be um it can be connected, and, it, and also remember we have nerve endings all in our um, in our head, all the nerve endings. So you can also have that because there's a lot of women that have just this itching, this incessant itching, and normally it's the nerve endings. And so it can that can be very very real. Um, it can also like you, I can't keep a style in my head. I want to if I have a ponytail, whatever's in my head. If I get braids by day two, I'm ready to take them out. Just like when okay. I get home, you know, and not, not to offend anybody, when I get home, I want to take my bra off. I don't want to have it right. on. I'm just like, get right. off, you know. So I think that sometimes we're, like, we're wired that way also, you know. But um, a lot of it, it sounds with you, it could be what's happening um, underneath, like, within your scalp. It can be um, okay. like the itching, your nerve endings. I think that's all related. The wow. inflammation. Okay. Yeah. You have been. Yes, I would definitely again, go to an endocrinologist. I'm making my appointment today, girl. I'm making my appointment. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Can I tell you something? And I'm going to touch on the spiritual side of this, and then I'm going to let you go. Do you? Know, oh my gosh! Can I promise you that for the past five months, about five months, something mm-hmm. has been telling me go see an endocrinologist. Mm, right, and I tell you no lie. I'm not. T- I tell right. you no lie, and it had nothing to do with my hair. Nothing to do with my. Hair. I have mm. never made the association, but I have diabetes. I have other issue, but for some mm, right, reason, right. But for some reason, something kept saying, "Stephanie, make an appointment with an endocrinologist." So I it just wasn't something. It was someone. <laughs> Yeah, it was the spirit of the Lord telling me, girl, get to the doctor. But it took this particular conversation to, you know, really make it real for me. And this is why Mm. we really have to go with the spirit of the Lord because I could not, I I don't know. And I said, you know what, when I go to my own primary doctor, which I have an appointment for, I said, I'll ask her. Mm -hmm. I go to an endocrinologist, okay. but I just, I'm telling you, for the past, it has to be five or six months, just go to an endocrinologist. Wow. Make the appointment. Just definitely look it up. And as a matter of fact, right. I was looking up a therapist for my daughter, and I looked okay. up endocrinologist, but I didn't find mm-hmm. it through. It was about three weeks ago. Okay. And I was like, ah, okay. I'll wait to go to the doctor. And here you are today telling me, to go to the endocrinologist. That's your, I am just that's so your confirmation. It is. It really that's your is. confirmation. Wow. Well, I and I had God. no, for those listening, wow. I had no idea. No. Had, you, yeah, no, no idea. We didn't have this conversation no. I didn't even at all. Tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. So not right. only did you not hear, this was internal. I didn't talk to anybody right, about it. right. And I haven't been to my, remember I said I, I'm going to go to my own doctor, and when I go to her, I'll ask her about an endo, should I see an endocrinologist? That's what, that was my question, and I haven't been to her, and I was so upset because I recently went to make the appointment, and for the first time in over 
14 years of her being my doctor, I couldn't see her for a whole month. So even that's mm. been delayed. But three weeks right. ago, I'm looking on the Internet for a, 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 a therapist, and I said, let me look and see what they have for an endocrinologist and how close they are to me. And I looked it up, and I just let it go. I was like, ah, whatever. And here you are today. <laughs> Oh, I t- this right. is why you know what, and as we as we are a Christian broadcast, and you are a minister, you know we just have to learn to listen to the spirit of the Lord because we don't know what it's. Amen. Because I'm telling you, the way I chatter when I went to that endocrine, I probably would say my head is itching me. You know when they ask you like what's wrong, I tell them everything. Right. My head is itching because it's off from the top to the bottom. My head is itching. This happens with my hands. This happens with my feet. This happens with my arms. This happens with my back. So surely I would have spilled enough for them to be able to say, okay, let me check this, 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 and this out. So I thank you so much for just sharing what God has given you with us. You've been a wonder. in, 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 in all of our conversations, I, I'm going to contact you because there's something I want to, I want to ask you, maybe a next step okay. and stage we can go to. But um, okay. thank you so much. Thank you so much. Is there Absolutely. anything you My want pleasure. to First of all, tell everyone how to reach out to you and, and how to get information, further information sure. from you. The- Well, if you have not, um, I am sending people to please subscribe to Trust Talk with Gertie. Um, There's um, there's some good content there. In my opinion, I have not had a chance to um, do new videos, but the videos that are up, um, we've touched on these, like with regard to heat, the benefits of heat, oils for your hair, um, different natural hairstyling, or just styling, shampooing, like just um, some real foundational things that can help you um, especially if you're doing your hair at home, and what to look for if you're going to get your hair done. So um, if you could please subscribe, it's Tress Talk with Gertie, T-R-E-S-S-T-A-L-K, and my name is spelled G-E-R-D, not a T-I-E, <laughs> G-E-R-D-I-E. That's my full name. It's not short for anything. <laughs> okay. And um, um, okay. you can also, because um, people think it's short for Gertrude, and it's not. It's with a D, not a T. Um, you okay. can also DM me um, um, on Gertie's, G-E-R-D-I-E-S underscore beauty N, the letter N, biz, B-I-Z. You can DM me there. Um, I'm on Facebook, Gertie Renee Gordon, LinkedIn, Gertie Renee Gordon. And um, or email is hello at GertieReneeGordon.com. All right, all right. And I, I and, will um, tell all of I do look at the videos, and they are really good, and we were going to talk about some stuff, so we'll put that on the back burner for the next next month, God spares, but they are very good. They are, those, they are so informative. She's engaging. You're watching. It's amazing. It's amazing. So please um, go to her YouTube page. It is Trust Talk with Gertie. It's really good. I have to tell you, it's it's very good. Thank you so very much. We do Amen. God. Thank you. you. You have a blessed day, and I will be in touch with you. Absolutely. And also on the YouTube, if you ever do a comment, I get the alerts to it. So you can, if you have a question on the video, you can just put it right in the comments, and it will come to me. 
Okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Have a blessed one, my love. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless all of you. Have an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye-bye. So refreshing. Wow, wow, wow. Well, you know what time it is. It's pray for them time. Let's talk to our girl, Shantice. Good morning, Shantice. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you. I'm well. Tell us what you thought of the session really quickly. I call it a session because we just had a session with our Minister Gertie regarding our trust talk. What do you think? Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I was actually um, in the middle, well, about to start um, making, because God gave you some recipes some years ago, Pastor Steph, for our hair and scalp and skin. Um I need to make some new shampoo, but I was definitely, um, I went and I just bought a new uh, small bottle of jojoba oil. So when she said that, I was jumping up and down like, oh, thank you, Jesus. I bought the right thing. Okay. Um, but I, I remember that was one of the key ingredients for a lot of the recipes that God gave you that really applied to me. Yes. So I'm extra excited now to like make the shampoo again and the um the hair moisturizer again I gave because I'm one who suffers from alopecia so I definitely want to now also schedule uh, the, uh an appointment with the how do you pronounce that doctor endocrinologist okay. I have mastered that because it's been in my head for the past five months endocrinologist I'm yes. definitely going to look into that today because God has been making me a lot more aware of what I've been eating. And I have, you know, I have eczema and dermatitis and all that. So I'm very much, I'm a lot more knowledgeable about inflammation, you know, in your scalp and your skin, so on and so forth. So I'm even able to kind of identify it. And I remember telling you that, Pastor Steph, when you pointed out your scales to me. And I said, well, I remember I went to the dermatologist and I had the scales. And she said this was topical dermatitis. I was like, I hope that's not what you have. So to hear Minister Gertie say that this morning was like, all right, guys, are you have me paying attention. I'm paying attention. <laughs> but I'm, I yeah. loved it. I, I loved it. Very informative. Love yes, it. yes. I love when she's on. Um, it's just so much gets revealed. Oh, my goodness. So much yes. gets revealed. And like I said, you know, I you know me, I'm a I'm a chatterbox. I chat, 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 chat. Mm-hmm. I just say it all, and I realize, you know, how many times the doctor has been able they they stop what they're doing and they look over at me and they go, "What did you just say?" And that's just in my idle mm-hmm. chatter. And they're like, "Oh, well, you should have said that before because that means such and such a thing." And I'm like, "Wow, it's good. I was sitting here chattering." It, it, a lot of times mm-hmm. you just. You know, talking, and it's so important, you know, just the things that you say. And I don't know, just subconsciously I just do it. And and so many times I tell you, they have put their pen down, Shanti, and they're like, what did you just say? And I'm I'm actually wondering, I'm going to speak to the endocrinologist about the fibromyalgia. I want to know how how linked it is to, because I remember when I – about my skin graft, and the, the surgeon said, well, one of the reasons why is because of your nerve endings. Same things Minister Gurney mm-hmm. just got finished talking about. And I was saying, mm-hmm. oh, it took for 
the skin grafts and stopped burning and aching. And it was like a year and a half. And he said, you have fibromyalgia. He said, so there are nerve endings. And when she just said nerve <laughs> endings, I'm like, he said the same thing about my thigh. So I wonder if it's in my head. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know, also, it's, it's also just your, Yeah. Also, you being, also you being um, thank God you're not a high diabetic. But also with the diabetes, the sugar, you know, that, yes. that causes inflammation as well. So, yes. you know, yes. if you're eating properly and now your sugar is high, then, of course, now your scalp is going to be inflamed, your skin is going to be inflamed, so it's going to cause a lot of the itching. Yeah. Um, you know, you just don't know. You know, remember we said this bone connected to the that bone. Well, all of us, every part of us is connected to another part of us. So, you know, mm-hmm. the Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I tell you, the more you speak to people who are knowledgeable, you know, of your body, the more you're realizing that it, it's just, um, it's it's just so true. So, Thank you for sharing your feelings. Well, what you got for us today? Are you praying for Pastor Steph and this um, endocrinologist? What are you praying for today? Who are we praying for today? Yeah, we, we, we can pray about Pastor Steph and the endocrinologist later. Uh, <laughs> right now we have a celebrity. <laughs> we have a celebrity where this is completely, like, so loaded, but we're going to get through this very quickly. This week we're praying for 31-year-old Demetria Zavon Lovato, better known as her stage name, Demi Lovato. She's a singer, songwriter, and actress. She's got her start, I had no idea, but on the show Barney and Friends when she was very young. And she skyrocketed to getting high recognition when she starred in the TV film Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2. She also became a Disney star. And unfortunately, we know that a lot of these Disney stars don't really end up with the Disney lifestyle, but a few of the things that we're praying for. First thing is she was highly known. I didn't really know of Demi Lovato until about 2018 when she became one of the highest Googled entertainers due to her battles with substance abuse and alcohol abuse, but mainly the substance abuse. She started drinking at 13 and then after a car accident and being prescribed opioids. She became addicted to that, and that led to a heavy cocaine and heroin and oxycodone addiction. And at one point, the oxycodone was laced with fentanyl, and she almost overdosed a few times. And the overdose episodes led to multiple health complications that included a heart attack, multiple strokes, wow. and brain damage that has caused to her having vision problems that she still has today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we're also praying for her because back in 2020, she labeled herself as pansexual and sexually fluid, where she stated, quote, I've always known I was hella queer, but I have fully embraced it, end quote. And she said that she was feeling proud to belong to the alphabet mafia, where she was referring to the LGBT community. But she has recently, I think within the last year or so, changed her pronouns from they, them, back to she, her. So I'm not too sure if she's still battling, you know, with that spirit of homosexuality, but she did change her pronouns back to she, her. But mainly we're praying for her this week because in addition to her 2021 docuseries entitled Dancing with the Devil, where she speaks on being raped as a teen and 
um, being bullied and everything that helped to lead to her substance and alcohol abuse. She just recently released her eighth album called Holy Cuthbert. And this album has reached her 139 Instagram followers, her 54.2 million Twitter, Twitter followers, and her 33 million followers on Facebook. And the songs on this album, the lyrics deal with demons, death, sex, and refer to her alcohol and drug abuse along with her struggles with her mental health. There was a big controversy with the promotional poster of her album. On the poster, she is tied up with, I'm sorry, she is tied up in a revealing black bondage type leather style outfit and she's laying on a mattress, but the mattress is in the shape of a cross. So there was a high concern in the Christian community that that image could be viewed as her link in sexuality with the sacred symbol of the crucifixion. So after a whole lot of back and forth, the poster was banned, I think, in a few states. Um, due to that and her label and another group, I think ACS it was or something like that, um, they were stating that that's not what they meant, so on and so forth. But as, of course, as we know, you can't necessarily tell a group of people that's not what you meant if that's how it's coming across. But definitely lift her up in prayer because it just seems like she just goes from one struggle to another, um, even if she somehow gets over one maybe, but not so much because she has relapsed many times with the drug abuse and the alcohol abuse. There were a lot of times she tried to harm herself due to a lot of the um, trauma that she's gone through in her life before and after the spotlight. Just lifting her up in prayer that God sits her down and really deals with everything that she's going through. Because as we see a lot of these celebrities, they get their high from being in the spotlight so even with her leaving the actual substances alone, if now she feels like, well, I may not have to get high with heroin or cocaine anymore, but I can get high with the fame, but now look at what you have to do to be famous, you know. And with this being more of a rock album, most of us know that genre has a lot to do with a lot of demonic connotations. We're lifting up her team, of course. We have to make sure we're praying for the team of these entertainers because they're most likely going to do what they need to do to push the artists out there because that's their bread and butter. That's how they're going to get paid. Um, praying for her family. Um, it seems from the different articles I read that a lot of the trauma could have stemmed from either the family or those around the family. And she's it does seem like she has some positive support from the family. Some of them refuse to work with her anymore or support her anymore if she didn't go get treatment, so on and so forth. So this is, like, completely loaded. There were a whole lot of other things that we just don't have time to mention specifically right now. But just praying for her overall spiritual health. You know, we may not know everything, but God knows all the details. And just praying that all of these followers that she is able to reach again we're talking about millions on each social media platform of hers that she's able to somehow really focus on god so that she can send more of a positive message out because from the look of this poster and just reading some of the titles of her song it just looks like she's just pushing straight um demonic messages so just praying overall for her brand that she allows God to rebrand her in a positive way. 
All right, all right. Woo, that was that was extensive. Well, we don't have a whole lot of time, so let's go into our prayer. Heavenly Father God, we thank you. We thank you because you've decided that each of us should be a part of today. We give you thanks to Heavenly Father that you breathe the breath of life into our bodies, and now we take the time to lift up Demi Lovato before you, dear Heavenly Father. She's your child. Regardless of how twisted her life is, confusing, convoluted, reckless it is, dear Heavenly Father, she belongs to you, God, and we we know that you know every fiber on her head. You know every hair on her head, God. You know where all of these issues stem from, God. You know what her name is deeper than we would ever know or understand. God, we're lifting her up before you, dear Heavenly Father, to care for her in a special way. Lord, Shantis has mentioned thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are following and we are, we're lifting her up before you, God, because we need you to turn this around so that when they follow her, God, they would be following you. We're asking you to turn mm-hmm. her life around to Heavenly Father so that she now, instead of, she will in, just inform them that you are the one that, we need to be following and not following her. Your word says that we should be walking in imitate me as I imitate Christ, Lord, and we ask you to put a new word in her mouth, a new reason for her to live. Change the season in her life, dear Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray against any demonic a plague that's over her life, dear Heavenly Father. We pray, God, over her addictions. We pray, dear Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. over homosexuality, dear Heavenly Father. We pray over any uh, relationships that she has, dear Heavenly Father, that are ungodly. We pray, dear Heavenly Father, for any music that she's following, dear Heavenly Father. She's laying on something that has the emulation of the cross, God, and we pray that you introduce her to what the cross really means and who mm-hmm. who their life on the cross. Jesus willingly gave himself for us, for her. And let that concept be introduced to her, God. Let that piece of information come across her, God, whether it's someone in the industry, whether it's a next-door neighbor, God, whether it's a billboard, whether it's something that they didn't wrote in the sky, whatever it is, God, we ask you to get her attention and touch her life, change her right now, God. All the stuff that Shantice just got finished talking about and the stuff that she didn't mention, God, that's nothing for you. To conquer, because Jesus has already done the job. He's already died so that we could live. So that means that right now, regardless of what Demi Lovato has going on in her life, that she still has the right to the tree of life. Thank you, Father, for 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 offering your Son for such a time as this, for such a life as this, God. And whether she had one thing wrong or she has a million things wrong with her, God. You can clean this up, and we, as your children, we, as your people, we, who are living in your kingdom here on earth, we understand that, God. And she may never hear this prayer, but we know this prayer can reach her because that's 
what your world does, that she doesn't even have to be standing in the home with us, but because we're lifting her up to you, God, because we're standing in the gap, because we've all been been delivered from something or some things, mm-hmm. God, we know that you can do the same for her. She's, she's, she's tried to take her life before, God. So now we're praying that she gives her life to you, that she understands that you did not send your son to die so that she could die as well at her own hands. We pray, God, that her her family who loves her, that if there's anybody in that family that knows you, God, that they would not give up, that they would continually reach out to her dad or her father, that they would continually pray for her, that they would continually minister to her, God, that they would not give up, that they would just keep pressing on, understanding that that life, that one life means everything to you. No matter how bad it is, no matter how intricately she's involved with the enemy right now, that she can be snatched out of his hands. And we pray for her deliverance today, right now, not in 20 minutes, but right now, because we don't know what's going on with her right now. Right now, as we're calling her name, that's your oh, intent. Lord. Your intent is for us to call her name right now, and we are being obedient to your call. Yes, and we ask you, to Heavenly Father, to make the difference in her life right now. We thank you for what you've already done, for what you're doing right now and what you will do in the precious name of Jesus, we pray that all of those followers would be turned around and they would now face you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, Shanti. And we pray you have a blessed day. Thank you so much for your contribution. Uh, As we continue to give our life to the Lord, we understand what it is to be just wrapped up and the enemy have his arms wrapped all around us. And it might not look like her story, but we had our own story. So we want to take this time right now to just think about someone else who's struggling and who's going through and remember to continue to pray for their deliverance. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit as you go through your day. Be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank our Minister Gertie Gordy for introducing us to new health and hair tips, and we ask God to bless her life continually. Thank you for hanging out with us today and helping us do what we do. Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow, God spares, where it's Freestyle Friday, and we get to do whatever we want to do. We're here from the men is what we do. Until then, I 
love you.